Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Hey, hey. What's happening? How are you? Good. Yourself? I'm good, man. I'm good. I like your little, uh, your new setup there. I like it too. I'm uh, actually a big fan of it. Um, hopefully it's not echoey because my, uh, my other studio was really good at uh, being efficient with the sound since it was my closet. Um, but this view is way better. No, it sounds, it sounds fine uh, for those listening. So this is, uh, this is RFP Podcast 202, Relentless Forward Progress. We got Ultra Dad Session Number 13 with Brian and and yours truly, Mike. So, for the for the audience out there, um, we're both actually in in I guess new digs. Brian, I guess you could tell the story, but you just he just sent me a picture with is that your like lava lamp type thing looking out of your bedroom window? That is not, the lava lamp is in Tanner's room. Um, this is a pink Himalayan salt okay. uh, lamp. So, and this is what I usually have. So I usually record in my closet, not for sound quality, um, but mainly for isolation purposes, because I can lock two doors prior to anybody barging in. And it's kind of removed from the uh, the chaos of the main living area. But um, drag this uh, pink Himalayan <laughs> lamp into the closet there just to give a little bit of different kind of lighting in there. But now this evening is something different. The girls aren't here. It's just uh, the fellas at home. So I've got a quiet house. So I, I kind of ventured out into our uh, bedroom area. So I'm, I'm overlooking uh, Sheep Mountain right now with the, uh, the sunset a while ago. So now we, we've just got that cool kind of silhouette of the, the mountain range there I'm looking at. So... It's uh yeah, and the the Himalayan salt just uh, sets the sets the mood even more. That's awesome. Well, you're you're kind of coming in and out every like two minutes, so just to let you know if you're moving around. Uh, but other than that, it's okay. No. Good. So I I my my uh, my new dig or my temporary dig for today at least is nowhere near that. I'm actually in your bedroom from last week, sitting at. Okay. kneeling at the foot of the bed on the uh at the at the, the chest uh, so <laughs> oh man sorry sir no no <laughs> so uh uh i uh i you know i got the text from you and i was at my desk in my office and as soon as uh as soon as i got the test text getting ready to send you the the link uh elena the shower because so for just for the audience, my office backs up to our girls' shower, our bathroom, I should say. So the the shower turned on, 
her music went on and she started singing. So I'm like, oh, I was gonna say there was singing involved. <laughs> yeah. In this, wasn't there? So I'm like, <laughs> Elena. Yeah, so I'm like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go back into the guest room and uh, record this. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's where I am. So that's uh, yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call. That would have been that would have been fun. Uh, I was I was going. So. I, I was actually debating on thinking about it and be like. All right, do we just start it off, start to show off and see what happens? But I, I have a feeling you'd be like, Yeah, I could I could I could actually I know the song <laughs> she's singing. <laughs> Can you speak up? I can't hear over Elena's wonderful. Yeah, we singing. would have background music the entire episode. <laughs> next time. Yeah. Next time. So uh it's been a little chilly up there it's yeah yeah this is uh we we came home and we're just full-on winter now Mm. i i thought maybe last week's snowstorm may melt off and you know disappear for a while but uh yeah we've been single digits every single evening i texted you last night i i got home got a a a ski and on a back loop in uh the the woods there and it was eight degrees uh, sun was down and I, I was just going by a headlamp and it was, it was, were brisk. you with the girls? So no, no, I was going to, I was going to try to get um, the pup and the girls out. And then it was, it was just too much. So I just went out still cause I had it set in my mind and I just needed to get something in and I'm, I don't, I don't regret it, but it was uh it's always good to feel your, your fingers and your toes. And it just wasn't happening last night for, for about 30 minutes yeah. there. <laughs> so well, I, I, I didn't have, it's it just a uh, very different uh, end of the spectrum from where we were last week at that. Time. Yeah. But it's, it's weird. Cause it, it, it's, you know, perspective, right. It's, it's chilly here. So it's like 10, 12 degrees cooler than it was last week so the high today was like 63 um and in the morning okay. it was like 39 maybe so it was a little chilly uh so i i got up early and i took the dog out uh right around six yeah and it was still dark but it was like 15 to 20 mile an hour winds so yeah oh, so really? there was a sting you know there was definitely a sting going on and uh you know, I was debating, do I want to go for a run right after I get done with walking him or should I wait for the afternoon? But then I realized that Elena had soccer practice at three that I had to drop her off for, for high school. I'm like, well, I'm not going to be able to squeeze the run in, you know, in between dropping her off and then the podcast. So I ended up going this morning and it was fine. It was, it was nice. It was nice to be out with that crisp air, uh, but for like this long stretch of like two and a half, three miles, it was just one long stretch with the head coming into a headwind, you know, so it was, and that was like the last three yep, miles. Yeah. It was kind of a little brutal. So, but nothing like eight. Single, oh, that just, that just, yeah, nothing out. like single digits though. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a long, well, I had a long day. I had uh yesterday day prior just pretty much outside all day mm-hmm. long just yeah just kind of getting everything prepped for winter and yeah just trying to function when you're all layered up 
you know, insulated bibs and, you know, trying to work with your hands, but have gloves on. And, you know, that in itself is, it's a butt kicker by the end of the day, just doing that alone. So the, the ski at the end was just some, a nice little icing on the cake there. So I, I, I would tell you that I slept really well, but with a puppy, that's not really the case. So and how's Tim, <laughs> it's how's just Timber doing. Did she make the transition? How, how is Shane Clan doing after the week of tra- week, uh, week of vacation? Well, we were, the, the kids were definitely bitter leaving, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like we, it's kind of like we kicked their dog or something, you know, they, they, they took our departure kind of personal <laughs> and they were, they were just pretty much straight up pissed leaving. Like it had nothing to do with that early in the morning. Like they just didn't want to leave. <laughs> so if that explains how good of a time they had, then um, yeah, it, it was a blast. So we're all adjusting now back into the, uh, to the tundra. Um, I know Timber would much rather the nice dirt trails and uh, lack of uh, wind blowing her off the, her feet yeah. with uh, the frigid air. So I, I could speak for her. Definitely. She, she would rather be down South for the winter. Yeah, I'm sure it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was it was a great it was a great week and a great visit. So we were were grateful you guys came down when uh you know when you guys you guys left that was Saturday that was Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning you guys left. Saturday and morning. uh you know, Elena Elena had a game like at nine thirty or something like that. So we were kind of scrambling and just getting things ready for that and then I ran I left earlier to run over to the field because they played at that same complex that you guys were at on uh friday night so uh friday yeah so night, yep. we went to the soccer game and then uh came back afterwards and it was it was really quiet and it was really weird and i'm like <laughs> wow this i mean it was like that two years ago when you guys were down here because you got you got a full house for what three four four days or whatever it is and the next thing you know it's complete opposite and, and quiet. Yep. So, uh, you know, it was, yeah, bear was like running around kind of looking and where are you guys? Where's Timber? <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. My, my, my wounds are starting. Yeah. To heal, though. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was <laughs> bears. Boards, his poor well, jowls. I was, I was petting him probably that night, Saturday or Sunday night, maybe. And I felt like, you know, there was something there. I'm like, is that, you know, you, you, first thing you think of being outside and maybe a tick or something like that, you know, not that we have a ton of deer here, but it's possible we could get something. No, it was a little bit of a, a little bit of a scab. Yeah. <laughs> scab. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's probably a bunch of those under his fur there. It was, I, I felt bad for him. <laughs> he, he kept on playing. Yeah, it was, it was fine. He, he, just, he needed to be, he needs to toughen up a little bit. Yeah, no, he was he was per- that was perfect, perfect little intro to her socializing yeah. too. She she actually tried to play like that with uh, my buddy Greg's um, German Shepherd uh, yesterday. We introduced him and um, really good dog, uh, like an avalanche dog for ski patrol and everything with Greg. But um, I think Timber was trying to do that same type of play, and her first bite on the jowls. Uh, Sasha set her straight pretty quick. So <laughs> I was like, yep, yeah, that, that she ain't bare, buddy. Yeah, right. 
That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, we had a blast. So that was a good. Thanks. Thanks for hosting us for that many days and putting up with our Shane. Anytime. Nonsense. You know that anytime. Feelings <laughs> mutual. I'm sure. Uh, yep. Come so, on up. Uh, so what, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight I got a, uh, I've walked by this six pack several times in the store, but I, this time I, I decided to, to pull it off the shelf. It's a, a PBR Paps blue ribbon. Um, tall boy, but it's a black can. So it's a, a Pabst Blue Ribbon Extra, um, which I'm considering it just, I'm calling it a PBR heavy. Um, and w- I'm surprised neither one of us have uh, experimented with this beverage yet, but I got to say it's pretty darn good. It's a tall boy, 6.5%. Okay. Um, you know, so it's not like a, an all day drinking kind of as your typical red, white, and blue. Um, but this, it's good. It's got a, it's definitely a heavier, heavier, kind of richer taste. I'd, I'd say, um, activity wise with this would be perfect for like a, just a sunny parking lot, you know, end of ski day, maybe upright ski or end of a good trail run, just tailgating in the parking lot. Just one of these is in your Brian. Is it, uh, have you, have you like poured into a glass? Do you, what is it like a light color or is it like a kind of darker than a regular PBR? You know, that's a good question. Like, I don't know. Let me, uh, I'll make my way to the kitchen and see, but I think it's going to be a darker, um, darker color just going off of, off of taste here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like it's plus it's but, probably about um, a, a point and a half percent heavier from a alcohol content yeah you know it's okay. pretty light in co- in color yeah yeah it's i thought it would have like more of an yeah. amber kind of tint to it but that's uh that's pretty if you put it next to a regular pbr i don't know if you'd be okay able to that's interesting maybe maybe a slighter darker like a darker yellow tint that's interesting well, mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah. I'm going to disappoint. I got nothing. I just had it like a, uh, uh, a, gla- or a cup, I guess a cup of tea and I have water. So I'm, I'm drying out until, uh, until we, until we leave at the end of the month. So, or at least. Th- okay. Good. Yeah. That's good my, on you. my intent is to, to eat clean and dry out after, you know, you could say, could say three months but it's pretty much been about nine months since this whole shit storm of covid started where <laughs> i was drinking and eating pretty much anything so uh on on monday i mean robin and i've been talking about it but on monday you know the eagles were playing monday night football so we went out and got some wings had a couple beers and and we're like let's 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 get things going so the last few days we've been cleaning out and eating eating better so uh although i just told her when she came home i'm not feeling this cleanse right now uh <laughs> after day three you're either in or you're yeah, out so <laughs> yeah. so we'll, we'll we'll see so i i'm sorry to disappoint but uh i'm doing i just did some tea and now i'm doing some water so there you go good on you man good Thanks, on you man. I, I admire your discipline well it's only been it's i will only, uh, have a, a couple sips here for thank you, you keep in mind it's only been three days so but i appreciate that 
So I, I listen. I I I, sh- I shot you the the topic, the potential topic tonight for tonight, and uh, it, we'll see where this goes. I don't know if I mean it might be it might be quick. Could you hear me? Can you hear me? Are you getting you're getting a call? Aren't you? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened on that one. I heard you. I was hearing you the entire time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying to go back and forth here. I'm glad I didn't say anything too bad. <laughs> no, I, oh, I was wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could, the phone got thrown against. Gotta the be wall. careful on that. Well, the girls aren't <laughs> yeah, exactly. The girlies aren't there, so. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Tanner, nothing Tanner's not right, heard before. Right. So we we're talking about the top the topic. So, um, so this might be short. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm interested to see where this goes. So basically, where this came from? Uh, yeah, me too. This came from there. Were probably a couple books I've read. Uh, I think I heard it one from uh, like a leadership conference that I was at with the, with this one author. Um, Joshua Metcalf, who wrote uh, Chop Wood, Carry Water. And I've heard him say this before uh, in, 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 in different types of ways it came out. But it basically, the quote that I, I wrote down from months ago was, if you have the right skill sets, you can rebuild. And really, essentially, what, it, what I, I got from it and, and the message I, I received from talking to Joshua about it was really around, you know, if 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 you go through whatever it is that you go through from a training perspective, whether it's, you know, um, training to be um, a ranch manager, training to be in sales, training to be uh, a football player, whatever the case may be, whatever your profession is and and whatever it is that you've invested time over years, potentially decades to become skilled at it. If you lost everything, you be able to build, rebuild from from that if if you have the right skill sets, and that that not only means from a career and professional perspective, but as that also, you know, comes from a mindset perspective. You know, there's been a handful of times where, well, not a handful of times, but there's been a a few times where you know, and I think a lot of people could relate to this and, and have the same story that I've lost my job, or you know, I I got. Uh, um, I got let go because the company was folding. Uh, there's been two times where I've been broke, uh, you know, once when I was younger and once when I've had kids and obviously I've been able to rebuild from there. And it's, it has to, a, lot, a lot to do with, you know, the quote unquote skill sets, or I would, I would kind of, ref, uh, I would kind of classify it as, uh, you know, your level of standards that I want to live up to. And, uh, the, the commitments that I and responsibilities and um, the the qualities that I try to live my life by, you know, uh, and I think that has a lot to do with anybody, you know. I think I think we're I think we we as human beings are all there, where you know we 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 go through whatever we go through life learning certain skill sets, certain uh, qualities, um, and I'm. I'm trying to think of a word and I can't grasp it, but, um, and over time, no matter who we may be, we get punched in the face, you know, we get kicked in the gut and we, we lose 
things. It could be your job. It could be your finances. It could be your, your, your partner. It could be your house, whatever the case may be. But, you know, there's, 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 listen, there's a lot of cases out there where people aren't able to rebuild for whatever circumstances and whatever reasons, but there are a lot of cases, you know, out there. I think there's more cases than not where people do rebuild. And I think that has a lot to do with the skill sets, but I think that also has to do with us as, as our quality and our nature as human beings. So I wanted to kind of kick that off with that and, and kind of just kind of throw it over to you and, and get your thoughts on the topic and, and what your, you know, you know, you know, your initial thoughts are. Yeah, no, I love, I love the, the topic you came up with here. Um, and what came to mind first after reading your text was, you know, the, the traditional like hard skill, mm-hmm. soft skill, you know, those, those type of skills and how do they, how, how do they compare and, you know, what, what are the advantages of, of both? Like you said, you know, when you're looking at a resume, that could be more of like a hard skill set um, of what you can do, where you worked, you know, all the skills you have and all that, um, you know, and that, that can be part of the rebuilding process just to, you know, if, you, if you're looking to switch jobs and, you know, change locations in the country or towns or wherever, you know, that those hard skills, what you've acquired over the years, I see that as, you know, almost getting the foot in the door for potential interviews or just to make people aware of, of who you are and what you can do. But then after that, I, I see the soft skills follow up, you know, the, how, how you can relate to people, how you engage in conversations, stuff like that, that's going to carry you and really secure things as, as far as I've seen it and how kind of the world works of, you know, you could be, have all the, the best skills in the world, you know, on my end, you could, you could be a master carpenter, you could have, you know, the best welding resume, anything like that. But if you can't, you know, talk and have a respectful conversation with somebody, you're not necessarily going to get that, that mm-hmm. job offer. You know, it takes, takes a little, takes a little bit of both uh, uh, as far as I see it, you know, kind of juggling both of them and trying, and this is constant improvement as well to where you can go out. If you feel, you know, everything about a certain discipline and you don't seek anything else out that you're at a disadvantage there. Um, And this kind of goes back to, I guess, in a long story short is, you know, uh, Jack of all master of none, as we talked about multiple times already, you know, try to become well diverse in, in anything possible and always that constant growth. And if you have that constant growth with skills, then, then your mindset, um, also evolves and also grows there as well. So that was, that's kind of just my first initial, thoughts when when i when i read yeah that's yeah so you 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 got a thought surfacing with me you know and it was when you were talking about you know that interview process you know getting in the door there that the whole initial getting in the door and i then i started i wrote down uh that initial punch in the face right so whatever whatever that loss may be you know whatever whatever that circumstance 
you come across maybe. Uh, and obviously some are going to be more severe than others, but like, like for, for me, when, when, you know, the bad, you know, we moved back East and I just became broke just because of bad decisions. So I, I, you know, most of the circumstances we deal with in, in these situations are <laughs> in my belief, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, they're self-inflicted because they're, they're, they're the poor decisions that we made over time that got us into the circumstance or the situation. So, but it's, it's the, I think, I think what gets us going in the right direction to get the ball moving, right. To get that momentum, to start that momentum. So we can get that interview because once you get punched in that face, you know, you say you lost your job, you got, you know, you got laid off, you know, it's happening. It's happening all the time now, right. With COVID going on, people are losing their jobs. People are losing their businesses. Yes. There's people that God forbid they're unfortunately losing their life, but we'll talk about people that are losing their businesses, right. You know, where do they go with that? What's their mindset at that initial point? Do they have the victor mindset or they have the victim mindset? You know, it's always me. Why this happened to me? You know, what am I going to do? Which, you know, in the situation, especially now, valid, you know, and you can't blame people. And I think it's, 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 it's human nature to have that thought uh, when something of that magnitude hits. But then it's the transition into, and I think there's some mourning there, you know, but I also think there's, all right, it's time to be the victor. It's time to, I'm going through this for a particular reason. What is, like you said, what is that growth that I have to, that I have to get from this moving forward? And, and, and in many cases, it's happened with me and I've seen it happen with you. I've, I've seen it happen with a lot of people where they come out really, I'm not going to necessarily say, in a better situation, but I think they've come out as better people, you know, I think more calloused. Yeah. Yeah, Stronger. (laughs) Exactly. Well, it's like that uh, metaphor with the, the sword, you know, you put it in the heat, you bang the shit out of it. You put it back in the heat, you bring it out, you bang it out, then temper it. And then next thing you know, you have an extremely deadly weapon, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's got to take a beating and get, fired up first for that sword to truly have the strength and the edge to, to go into battle. You know, I've always liked that. I think that applies in, into this conversation. Um, And what it is too, is just, it's just the willingness Mm. not to quit, you know, bad things happen and you get laid off or, you know, whatever the situation, if you, the, the, the morning does happen and that that's natural. I see it, you know, if you got to kill a bottle of whiskey, in that process, <laughs> you know, do what you got to do, but then, then you're back on, back on your feet, you know, right foot, left foot style. And I've, I, I tell my kids, if they're feeling like they're getting beat down or whatever, you know, it's like, all right, you get knocked down seven times. How many times are you getting up? You know, and the, the, the correct answer to that question is eight. So, you know, and that kind of, they, they just kind of stop and, you know, think about it. And then, you know, sometimes that's all I need to, to say and they're back, they're back at it. But yeah, just carrying that kind of mentality through the rough times, knowing where you're at and things are rough, but you're going to have pretty much that fork in the road, which trail are you going to take? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's that, that, getting up that eighth time and my mind is kind of going to, to, we've talked 
perseverance. We talk about per- perseverance. We talk to left foot, right foot all the time. Um, and I, I guess it's what I'm, I'm trying, and this isn't necessarily a question. I just want to st- st- see where this conversation goes because, you know, we, we hear stories all the time where, where there's people that don't get up, you know, or, and, and I'm not saying they don't, I'm not saying they yeah. don't get up. They don't, I don't necessarily say they're quitting on life. Right. But say you have a, a, an entrepreneur that built a business and a successful business. And for whatever reason, they, they had lost it, you know, whether it be a restaurant these days or, or, you know, a, a, a store or whatever the case may be. And, it's taken, it, it's, it's taken away from them for whatever reason. And they, they don't get up, Brian, they don't go, go back to be starting a restaurant or they don't, they don't, they don't go to, you know, reopen whatever businesses it is that they lost. They revert to maybe something, um, uh, not necessarily, within their potential, you know, and they, I don't want to, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to articulate this in a way where um, it makes sense without trying to offend anybody. Right. (laughs) But, you know, they, they, they go in a different direction that really, you know, isn't them. Right. It, 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 it isn't, it isn't them. And those are the things that I'm kind of thinking about right now is, They've they've given up on that dream. Their dream was always have that restaurant. We'll, we'll take that scenario. Their dream was always have that restaurant. They have the restaurant. They had it for a decade, but a fire wiped it out, or whatever the case may be. COVID hit, and and they're in that situation. Oh, yeah, just COVID. You know, and now now they they give up on that dream. You know, they got you know they they got punched in the face, they got knocked down and they don't want to get up again. Not, not saying they're giving up on life, but they're going a different direction. Now that could be a positive direction, but my point and where I want to take the conversation is around that, that, that desire that's lost to fulfill their, their dream because they, they hit a bump in the road. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, no, no. And I think just coming back to, you know, the true passion for that, you know, it's, and it could go either way. And there's a lot of variables, of course, that can be involved. But if the the passion is as strong as it was a decade prior, you know, some people will just not even bat an eye and get back on it. And just that passion may be strong as it was 10 years ago. You know, or if they got beaten down, you know, just worn out. And by the time, you know, that final straw is drawn, they're just tired, you know. So it's, it, it, it's, it's what is filling yeah. your bucket? What's, what's getting you up every morning, you know? And if you're questioning that after it's all taken away to get back on that horse, then I think that is a time to really, um, you know, take that awareness level even higher and really start to self-reflect and see what does drive you. What do you want to get up for in the morning? You know, and, and some of that sometimes I think is just confidence levels, 
you know, are they confident that they could bring back another business or just, you know, go out and find another job even, you know, whether that is something they're passionate about and something that drives them, or if it's just to make a freaking living, you know, it's that what is going to be the main motivator for, for that situation. And that's going to dictate everything around them too. You know, I'm fortunate, you know, our, our, our lifestyle, our, whatever our job is, whether we have our own business or just working for somebody else, you know, that does have a reflection on a lot of things, you know, put, keeping a roof over your head, bringing mm. bacon on the table, you know, that, that all has to do with, how you're making your living. There's that so. flip side to that too, right? You know, and, and playing out the restaurant scenario, you have somebody that, that lost the restaurant and then, and maybe they got to a point after a decade where it, it, their passion, their passion wasn't there and they weren't fulfilled. Right. And they say they lose it, but then yeah. they go, they don't do that self-reflection and they go right back into the restaurant biz uh, because that's what they know. That's what they're comfortable with. And maybe, maybe these things have occurred to open that person's eyes and say, hey, listen, maybe you need to pivot in a different direction. And maybe, maybe their passion has changed and maybe they wanted to get out of the restaurant and they have the opportunity, but there's that fear, right? There's that uncomfortableness about, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't, you know, whatever, whatever the, the next. Well, and it's a con- and it's yeah it's discomfort but that's yeah, also yeah, comfortable yeah. you know it's it's that it's that comfort that safety blanket of this is what i know um and you know i don't want to be uncomfortable with going in a different direction and so it circles back to that skill set right the the, the skill set so they they've built their, yeah. they've built their 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 you know their their life their story around business a um, and, and they, they become, you know, quote unquote masters of that, if you, if you will, um, of that skill. And, and now, and it, here's, this is coming to my mind and now they lose it. They lose the business. They, they lose that, that practice, if you will, but not the skill. But when they go back into potentially, uh, rebuilding the practice, if you will, they don't they don't leverage that skill set, right? And they aren't able to rebuild at least to the level they were. Um, but, you know, they go through the motions and they don't fulfill their potential. Although it could have been the, the reason behind everything, the reason behind them losing that, that business was to create another skill set for down the road. I, they just, now I'm getting to awareness here. They, they weren't aware enough to recognize, okay, I don't have this passion anymore. You know, it's not where I want to go. Yeah, I know I can rebuild it and I know I could put food on the table, but it's not something that's going to fulfill me. It's not going to be something that brings joy to my life, but I'm going to do it anyway because I, I don't want to go down this other road because that, that road down there is unknown. It's a different set of uncomfortable uncomfortableness so it's it's the devil that yeah. you know versus the devil that you don't know exactly exactly yeah you're driving the same highway every day you can't stand that drive but you know it 
compared to that detour where you're not quite sure what that drive consists of, you know, but it could get you there a lot faster, but you're just not sure. So therefore you're taking the, the mind numbing commute back and forth every day because it's comfortable because you know yeah, what it it's entails. Known. You don't have to think you're on, you're yeah. on autopilot. Yep. Versus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're unfulfilled, but you're you Yeah, and know. there's so many there's so many of us that, so. you know, stay in stay in that stay in that spot, right? You know, you're you're working a job that you don't like. You're not creating new skill sets. Yeah, you've built some great skill sets, but but you know, is there is there skill sets that you should be new skill sets that you should be building to make your to make you fulfilled? Because you're just sitting in this role, the same thing you've been doing for years and years and years. And yeah, you're good at it. Yeah, it brings the bacon home, like you said. But, you know, the joy is lost. Yeah. The fulfillment is lost. And then what, what is that? What impact is all that having on, you know, not only you personally and your, and your happiness, but is it, is, it affecting those, is it affecting those around you? You know, and I think we're talking. We're, I, I like where the conversation is yep, going because exactly. we're t- we're starting we're starting to dive into you know e- e- the the right skill sets and, and the men- the mental aspect, the mental side of it, and the 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 you know the the intestinal fortitude and what you got deep down inside all plays into the quote unquote skill set because you could be a great carpenter, right? But you know, and and you can lose your your carpentry business. You know, or, or if, if, but if you're, if you're bringing home that, that, what's the, that, well, no, 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 what I'm saying is that if that lack of fulfillment and that lack of joy is impacting yourself as well as those around you, you know, that's what, you know, that's what crushes families these days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, just bring it back to the awareness level. You know, if some people are just so caught up in it and not even realizing the ripple effect there, you know, that's just uh, a recipe for disaster too. If they're, if they're realizing that they're unfulfilled, you know, therefore not happy coming home and people feed off that as well. And it's not, it's not a healthy atmosphere then, you know, and then, then it just intensifies off, off of that. So it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different variables, but you know, it's, it's, what does it all come down to? You know, the, the, the base layer, if you unpeel this onion, what, what do you think like the, the foundation would be for this rebuilding process? If you had a piece of shit house, that you tore down, (laughs) which I've done, and you started from the foundation up, what would that foundation consist? Yeah, that's, I was, I was, as you were talking there, I was, I had a thought, but old man, Mike forgot it for a second here. I'll see if I could, I could see if I could (laughs) rebuild it back up, um, ironically. Um, So we, we go to the awareness part, right? So we have that awareness part and here's where I was going to, got it. So, I mean, we, you and I know, know people obviously, and we're friends with people and, 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 you know, I, I know, I know people, I'm sure you do that, that are in 
in this point of their life. Shit, we've been in that. You and I, we've had the discussion where, where we've been in that point where, you know, we we aren't fulfilled. We aren't having uh, the joy and happiness that we really desire. So we, 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 we make changes, right? And we pivot. Sometimes that pivot and that change leads us to uh, a new level of joy and fulfillment. But sometimes it, it doesn't. And sometimes even if it does, it might be short-lived and we got to pivot again. So there's that awareness, right? My question or, or kind of where I'm going, how many people out there don't have that awareness and, and maybe is, is the awareness the foundation? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that's I, I agree. I mean, that's in, in my notes here, that was – below the hard and soft skills was awareness with that, you know, awareness and the confidence to, to move forward rather than get in a stagnant. So that's the point. That's it. Um, But no, I I think. Well, you got got the awareness and the confidence and that's the thing, right? So, you know, it's, probably not going to come out as well as I want it to, but what I have in my mind, the picture I have in my mind right now is, is the dude that comes home right after a hard day doing, doing what he does and he's good at it. And, you know, he walks through the door and goes through dinner with his family, his, his partner and the kids or whatever. And it's, it's autopilot, right? It's, you know, you're sitting there at the dinner table, you're eating your food. There's no real engagement with the family. There's, there's the, the, the casual, how's your day? You know, what, what happened at school today, but there's really yeah. no, there's no engagement. There's no, there's no connection. And then, you know, the, the, the guy might be off to go to, to, to go to, and I'm really stereotyping and I, I really don't mean to do this, but I'm trying to make a point. He, he, goes off to the, you know, to, to the man room to watch the ball game and have a beer or whatever the case may be. And that, that's just, you know, that's just the routine every day. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, it's so, yeah, ground so he's, he's not aware, you know, of, of, and may, maybe, so there's two components, right? And let me, I'll just finish my thought. He, he's not aware. Okay. Point one. And she's not aware. Right. Because, you know, this is, this is life. This is the way, quote unquote, it's supposed to be. You know, this is what, what choice do I have? You know, we can't make a change or are they, is the awareness there? Right. And they're just afraid to say something, do something, change something, upset the apple cart, go in a different direction. Does that make any, am I making sense there? Comes back to that comfort level of everything just being, you know, not fulfilling, but at the same time, it's comfortable because you know that you're coming home every evening to that same dinner scene. And if there was any kind of change up that would be maybe more fulfilling, there would be question of what would happen um, on your day to day, you know, how would that affect everything? So I think that overrules that, that big question mark overrules everything, even if they're aware of what they need to do and what directions they need to take that would veer them off of this 
day in and day out, um, daily grind. I think that, um, that overrules the, the comfort level overrules all. So, so what do you think that question mark is? Do you think that question mark is, um, how willing you are to get out of your comfort zone? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. How, how much, how willing are you to, to leave that safety uh, net, you know, and maybe fall, fall for a bit, but end up on your feet and then end up on your feet and fulfilled and just happier with with a new kind of purpose but there's only one way to find out really is to take that take that step so take that step off the net so to speak here's here's the question right because because eventually so here i'm trying to go back here so um my the word in my head is intolerability at some point in time right does that safety that, that feeling of safety, that feeling of comfort, right? That you, you, you perceive that you have, right? Does, does the, the, does it get to a point where it's intolerable? And what I mean by that is that, that groundhog day, that, 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 cause I, I know for us, you and I, and, and you know, our family, we we are willing to to go through the motions to a degree until something gets intolerable and our levels of intolerability fluctuate you know you know for me my level of intolerability yeah. about the amount of beer that I could drink anymore this year is done i need to i need to take a break right so i'm pivoting <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah no it's good but but again you you had that awareness Mike. well so yeah job. it took me it took me a while it, rather than just going day right. in took, and day out it took me a while to get past that but i got to that level of intolerability my point my point I, i'm not doing a very good job of articulating is that do do we all get to that level of intolerability? Are we able to recognize it? Uh, and then at that point, are we willing to get uncomfortable to change it? And what I'm trying to say, Brian, is because because we know we know all these stories that people are so unhappy and they're not fulfilled, and they just let things keep going. And I think they're aware of it. But it's hard for me to sit here and believe that they never hit that point of intolerability that drives them to make a change. And that's kind of where, you know, going back to the question mark and the comfort zone, that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to get to and going to your foundation. Because I think I'm on the flip side saying what, what prevents us as a society to nonsense to a point that, that we just keep dealing with it we just don't push forward and we we, we talked about the fear the not getting to, to the safety and the, the fear the safety uh the comfort you know that's kind of where i'm trying to trying to understand that a little bit more and i, I you know am i making sense or am i babbling here 
Yeah, no, no. What it what it what it sounds too is just the capability of pivoting. You know, if even if you're aware and everything, you can you can be a hundred percent totally aware of what is going on. Everything from unhappiness to dysfunctional family to drinking too much. You can all watch this on a day to day occurrence and if you're not if you're not capable of stopping this train and making that pivot like you're saying then you're just going to keep but on watching groundhog's day over and over and over i don't well y- yes <laughs> but who's going to take that step forward who's going to take that next step is the one that's going to be capable some people you know, going back with the comfort and feels like I'm talking right. in circles with the comfort levels. But if you, if if you're not willing to make that pivot, then you are just stuck, pretty much in in all regards. And I think a lot of people, I even see that now. You know, everybody, you know, with the social social media and social dilemma that came out, and you know, everybody's always talking about how bad the 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 screen time is and how bad all this stuff is all the social media but they're on it throughout the entire day still you know and just scrolling through like oh i can't believe how bad this is everybody just has a screen in front of their face meanwhile you you got a screen in front of your face the whole day you know you're not you're aware of these these issues in these situations but if you're not willing to to make that move and pivot from you know even like a slight degree if you're not willing to do that then you're just gonna be part of that whole herd of cows just going through going through everything so that yeah it's just it feels like if you're not willing to make that move then you're stuck on the roller coaster yeah i uh yeah you know i don't know i but i think we're both saying the same thing we're coming to that same conclusion you know yeah the, we're saying the, 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 you, <laughs> you brought up the screen time uh screen time topic and i find it this is and i'm trying to we'll, we'll talk through it to see if we could find a metaphor to what we're you know we're all talking we're, we're talking about right here but you talk about the screen time and you know, people spend too much time on their screens and on their phones and whatever the case may be. And it's just melting our brains and it's just not good for us. And it's not good for our eyes and it's not good for, um, you know, <laughs> our kids and all that. But l- let's throw this into the mix. You know, you, you have a child, a kid, say for like example, Bella, who, and Elena too, who have, they spend time on their phones. But what if you have a kid that's, the time that they're spending on their phone will will take uh will take Elena with soccer or a kid with side that likes soccer and they're in their, they're on their phone you know six seven eight hours a day but everything they're looking at has to do with soccer you know they're looking at skills they're looking at videos they're looking at potentially their videos so so their face is in that phone or in that device studying right studying their craft right so you know yeah or even just now too yeah. school school is 
you know, not even just remote, remote stuff, but even if regular school year was happening, there's more and more academics reflecting and depending on, you know, a, a Chromebook or an iPad or a tablet or some, some sort is that the textbooks are fading out and the, the screens are coming in. So yeah, I, no, I agree. You can't, you can't uh, just label everything across the board like that. Cause I, and I agree, I've seen Tanner doing the same thing. You know, if you treat it as a tool, it's way different. It's the same device, same mechanism, same screen. But if you're using it as an escape, you know, like some people do just watching, you know, nonsense on YouTube just to remove them from their, their current situation or, are using it as a, as a tool to, to pick up new skills, to apply to the next practice. You know, it's, I, I, I definitely agree with, with it reminds that, me uh, of a quote point of view. And I, I have it written down somewhere where you, it's uh, you, you put a knife in the hand of a criminal, bad things will happen. Right. But if you put the knife in the hand of a surgeon, that person is going to save lives, you know, so it all depends upon yeah. that that person. And this is interesting. It depends on that person who's getting that yep. tool, right? So let's. This is actually yeah, same tool. Same so it's tool, the person same that's tool. getting that skill, <laughs> right? So it's a tool. It's a skill. However you want to classify it. So leading back to the skill sets, leading back to you know what's what's preventing people from rebuilding. You know, was it? Yeah, yeah, right. Full cycle, was it full cycle? Did they orig- Did they originally <laughs> have that the right tool kit? Did they really originally have the right skill sets, or you know, had they been going through life up until that point, going through the motions? So they've developed. They um, granted they've developed skills. They've they've gathered tools for their toolbox, but. You know, the people that the folks that aren't able to rebuild where they just kind of was the ladder that they were climbing up against the wrong building. You ever hear that metaphor? You know, you, what if you spend yeah. your life climbing yeah. up the ladder and the whole time the ladder was against the wrong wall or the wrong building? Yeah, if, if you find out it was the wrong building. Exactly. Yeah. Going up each rung one at yeah. a time, but it was the wrong building. And well, and two, it's, it's, I see it as like yeah. mentorship and stuff too, as this whole building process is occurring, you know, who's, who's showing you, who's teaching you, who's leading the way for that. Cause personally on my own account, I have in, in multiple different skill sets there, <laughs> I've lacked, um, I guess, specific mentorships throughout the years, um, and that's, that's like, uh, definitely, a, a regret of some sort, you know, and some, there have been significant people, but for just, you know, and it, this isn't just mentors in, in general, but certain areas I would have really, things could have been different if I had just somebody there showing me the proper ways rather than having to spend a year to figure that out. You know, so if I'm all by myself, just flailing for a year, that could have been avoided. And my whole um, rebuilding process would have been way different. 
if I was just shown, you know, different directions and different approaches and how to, how to build those skills without taking as long, just cause you know, but I'm on YouTube, you know, bringing it back to the devices and everything. It's like, well, I'm using YouTube as a tool because I got to figure this out. Well, so it's, it's a lack of mentorship and just people well, that's around interesting, the right Mike. people so let me around ask you, you then. Um, what preventing what prevented you from seeking out that mentorship at the, at those times? I think it was just mainly the surrounding area. You know, you're, you're very limited in some areas. If I, if you're in a more populated area, you have more options. Um, But if you're removed into you know, a rural setting, that's not always a possibility. And I've gone through different, different venues, I guess, in terms of um, uh, workshops, stuff like that, to where I'm learning hard skills, but going through a more traditional way of um, joining, joining different workshops and clinics and everything to your answer is better than mine. Mine, I mean, if so, there's been many, many times where I didn't seek out mentorship or or seek out very, it's much, much less now than it was throughout the years, though. It was because I'm stubborn, right? And, you know, well, my way is better than that. You know, there's, there's, there's times where Uh it's, it's Uh boiled into certain. Skill, going back to skills, it's, it's it boils down to certain skills. You know, there are certain things that I've been doing a really, really, really long time, especially in my professional career, where I would get advice or because I wouldn't seek it out. I would very rare would I seek out help, right? Just because, listen, I've been doing this a really long time. I've been successful at it. In my ways, you know, that is their ignorance, right? My ways, the right way, and then somebody would. Yeah. Right. Somebody tell me how to do my job. <laughs> a thought or an idea or a different approach, and, I, and I'd be like, oh, "Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." The walk will get to this guy. Doesn't know what the, he doesn't know what, he doesn't know where, what the hell is he talking about? He's crazy. And then, you know, but yeah, as yeah. as I've grown over the years, I've become more open, right? And it's not like it, it, I mean, there was probably part of me that that uh, took offense to it that. Basically, they're coming after me, telling me that I don't know what I'm doing, which is all bullshit because it's it's I think genuinely people want to help others. Uh, I, I That's my belief. Now, if you asked me that a decade ago, I yeah. maybe had a wrong, a different answer. But, you know, n- now as as I'm more <laughs> open, you know, I, I'm willing to listen to things because I, I realize it took me a while. I don't have all the answers. I have very little answers. And the answers that I do know, the, the answers that I do have traditionally have been coming from other people or have come from my complete failures and mistakes. So the stats goes back to the, the whole, the, all the, yeah, yeah all the skill sets Learning. that I have, have, have bu- been built, if you will, from failures, from mistakes, and from that mentorship that you're talking about. Uh, absolutely 100%. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a school of hard knocks <laughs> coming through and that's, that's where, but, and then again, if you're not willing to 
go out there and kind of risk it from time to time, you're not necessarily going to fail mm-hmm. because that's what you're afraid of. And therefore, if there's no failure, you're not necessarily learning anything new and you're not growing um, in any way, shape or form in that if you're just kind of in that stagnant state. So, yeah, it all, it all kind of combines into to the to the big picture, to the big to the big house there with, with right. a solid foundation. Right. So so. So what is that? What is your response to that question with respect to the foundation? I think to build a solid house, um, I, I agree with the awareness level and what you, what the goal is. The goal is to build a new house. Um, so you need to be aware of that. And then um, you're going to build that house no matter what. Um, there's going to be setbacks, there's going to be delays with contractors or supplies and materials. Um, if you're going to allow one of those setbacks to stop the whole project, then you're going to end up with selling a property with a, a foundation and a couple two by four set on it. You know, if you're able to over adapt and overcome and be relentless in this mission and project, then by the end of the time, and it may take longer than it would take others, but by the end, you're going to get a CO on that certificate of occupancy, and you're going to move a family into that house, but it's not going to come easy. Here's something I was thinking about when you just said that, when you, when you just said, you said the awareness, the awareness that, you know, the, the mission is to build the house. And then the other, the other component is that yep. you're going to build a house no matter what might step in front of you. And the thing that I thought about is, and maybe this is leading it all into that foundation, is that um, when, when most people go out or, mo- yeah, most people go out to, to take on a new, to learn a new skill. We'll say we'll keep it. We'll keep that into perspective because that's kind of the topic. When most people go out to learn a new skill, um, how many? Because they go out and say, "Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go learn to to, to this new skill set." Uh, and I know it's going to be. Is there awareness that one? I think. I think. Okay, I know it's going to be challenging. And I know there's obstacles that I'm going to have to go through. Um, And I'm willing to go, there's going to be 10 of them, we'll say. And I'm willing to go through five of them, but not the other five of them. So one thing that I learned a while ago was that, hey, listen, when I take that step off, when I take that step off to whatever it is that I'm going to do, I need, I I don't necessarily know what the obstacles are going to be. But I knew I do know that there's obstacles out there and I'm willing to battle every freaking one of those obstacles. And most times, if there's 10 of them that you think you're going to hit, that you're going to incur, you know, you're going to you think you're going to have to endure. You probably might only have to hit five of them. But I think in China, not on this. What I think is that when people go on to take take on a new challenge, they one aren't necessarily aware that they, or, or they're not, not, I shouldn't say that. 
they're aware that they're going to hit obstacles, but they're going to try to do everything in their power to avoid hitting those obstacles, which therefore prevents them from overcoming that challenge. Is that, did that did come out clear? Yeah. Yeah. They think they're going into it so prepared that they're not going to have challenges. Um, you know, that's almost like a, um, I can't think of it right now, but overconfident and like a false sense of security. That's what I was looking for. Um, that they don't think their obstacles are going to be there. And, uh, you know, we can bring this into like a hundred mile race now too. If you're at the starting line and you think because you got like a blister kit and some electrolyte supplements in your pouch that you're going to be just fine. And, but you didn't factor in the sun and now you got cramps and then your, your crotch is on fire with chafing. You, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't plan on that. You were, you were thinking blisters on your heels, not, not in between, you know, hanging, you know, so it's like, um, and that right there, that can throw their whole day off and they bail because mm, of one little yeah. chafe a- action going on, you know, but it, if you're going in saying, all right, this is going to suck. I'm going to get chafing all over at mile 80. I'm not going to be able to move my feet. I know all this. And there's going to be a, a dozen of un- unknown factors, but that gun goes off and you still proceed from the starting line. You know, th- those are usually the people that are crossing the finish line, you know, the next day. Um, so I don't know. That's, that, that's just kind of a different way to look at it. Like if you can prepare and just know that the suck is gonna be present in some way, shape, or form. Then you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do all right. It's not gonna be easy, but you're still gonna you're either gonna get a buckle or you're yeah, gonna get a yeah. House that's bill. so. So that, <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to kind of close it out because whatever you're going into, just have that going back to that word again, that awareness that, and this is coming from Billy Yang, a quote from him because he when there's this video that I. I usually watch before a race. You've seen it, you know, the why, why run, why run a hundred miles coming back into ultras is that, you know, going into a hundred mile run, it's very, you need to be aware and understand that everything can and will happen, you know, and most of the shit that does happen, you don't even know. Yeah. You, you can't even fathom it. There's one example where this guy was going to the start of the race and he got a flat tire in his rental car going to the start of the race. You, you, you can't, how do you, you, Uh that's not something you're going to plan for. You're not going to sit there. Hey, you know what? What if, you know, what if my transmission in my rental car blows up before I even get to the race? So the point, what we're trying to tell everybody here is that, you know, the only thing you really can be aware of, I shouldn't say that, but a a key thing to be aware aware of is that usually everything, whatever the challenges or whatever the endeavor is that you're going to go through, whatever you're going to embark on, it's very likely that you're going to, uh, you're going to come across things that you didn't expect. And if you're prepared, not, not prepared to expect certain things to happen, but be prepared and aware that everything can and will happen. I think that's a, that's a good way to go into things these days, especially now. Exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now more so than ever. I mean, even my week last week, you know, there was a series of events that 
would have totally just trashed my whole week, but it's just, okay, this sucks right now, but what are we going to do? And if you're aware that you are not going to allow situations to ruin your vacation, then, you know, bring it on, whatever you got. <laughs> so, but if, if one little thing knocks you down and then that ruins everything else around you, then it's very unfortunate. But if you can be aware what's going on, how you're dealing with it and who it's affecting around you, then I think you, you, you got a better chance of yeah, success. You, you handled that last run. week ep- epically well. You so, guys all, you and Cindy handled that epically well, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's what I love about it. Plus we had, we had, we, we also thank had copious you. amounts yeah, of was, uh, a beer to help in the process. Yeah. That's that, very good. Whatever, whatever that, that, what Eddie, Eddieville or whatever it was. Yeah. Eddie line. Epic day. <laughs> that, that, that was tasty. <laughs> Yeah, That'll well, take all your troubles away right there. 16 ounces of 10% love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every all right. Well, that, we'll, 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 we'll close it up on. Yeah. All right. Dude, I, this on that note. I like, I like all of them, but this was, this was fun. This is good. This was a pleasant. Yeah. I liked how this one evolved. So Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for, thanks for bringing us anytime, man. I love the opportunity. Uh, so thanks for joining in everybody. Much love to everybody. Bride, give the family hugs and kisses and timber too. And, um, stay warm up there. All right, man. Yeah, you do the same. And, uh, yeah, seventies this weekend. So we're going to be all right. (laughs) All right, buddy. Much love. Jealous. All right, man. Adios, everybody. Much love, everybody. Peace out.